All right. Welcome to Thursday Night Grace Point. Anybody else that's out there listening, we welcome you. So good to have you this evening. It's good to be in the Word. We've been just kind of creeping along through the book of Matthew. We're in Matthew chapter 9. Father, bless us tonight, Lord. Father, I pray that you grant us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the living Word, the Word made flesh. Open our hearts and minds. You said if we ask for wisdom, you'd give it to us. So, Lord, I believe I receive wisdom tonight, even as I'm teaching, that you're going to give wisdom to me and you're going to flow through me by your grace, God. I believe that. That's your grace. You said in your word, it's your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Lord, give us the kingdom tonight. Open it up to us, Lord, all of us. We're all the same. Our righteousness is the righteousness of God in Christ. We don't have a righteousness of our own. It's a righteousness of God through Christ, Lord. Let that righteousness reign in your teaching tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're in Matthew chapter 9. Jesus has healed the paralytic. They came to him in faith. We know they had faith because they had motion. They had corresponding actions to what they were believing. Jesus had faith because he spoke the healing word. He gave the command, and God uh, raised the guy up. But he has some opposition from the teachers of the law. Now, uh, it says uh, they accused Jesus of blaspheming. Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you entertain evil in your thoughts, in your heart, which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. Then he said, get up, take up your bed, and go home. And the man got up and went home. And when the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to men. Now, we've talked about authority a lot already. And one of the things I said, that does the believer have authority? Now, the very next chapter, Jesus is going to call the 12, and he's going to give them authority, right? And I think it's in, uh, it's in Luke, when Jesus gives the 12 authority, then the next chapter after that, he gives the 70 authority. And I've talked about this at length in Matthew chapter 28, after Jesus raises from the dead, he gives the church authority. He says, I have all authority. Now you go in my authority, go in my name. When you go in someone's name, you're going in their authority. The church has been given authority, okay? But I want to say that authority is in Christ. It's not an independent authority where we just go out and I've never seen anybody ever, not one Christian, ever operate in authority Okay, independently without the Spirit of God. Never. You know, you go to conferences, and I've seen the best of them lay hands on the blind. They come in the service, they're blind, and they leave the service, and they're blind. Now, I'm talking about all the faith healers, the best ones I've ever seen. They lay hands on them. Yet, those very same people have laid hands on the blind, and their eyes have been opened. I could Benson Itahosa, Heidi Baker, Joe Martin... Dan Kalinda, Reinhard Bonnke, in all their ministries, they've seen the blind eyes open. They've seen the dead raised. But those same people will have people come into their services that are blind and things, and, and seemingly nothing happens. And they lay hands on people, and I've seen them lay hands on people, 
and they didn't get healed because, I'm not saying it's not possible, of course all things are possible to him that believes, but that authority is under Jesus. We're in him. And it only comes as we're moving in the Spirit. And I've said this before. I'm probably repeating something I've already said. But in your own life, over your own life, you have great authority. I would almost say you have, uh, you know, God's given you almost 100% authority over your own life. You choose whether you serve God or not. Is that true or false? Who chooses? The Word says you choose this day who you will serve, right? The Bible says in Romans chapter 6 that you choose whether you serve sin or you choose whether you serve righteousness. You've been made righteous, you've been declared righteous, you've been given righteousness, but it's up to you to decide whose servant you're going to be, sin or righteousness. You get to choose. And the Word says that sin shall not have authority over you or sin shall not have dominion over you. Because you're not under the law, you're under grace. Because we're under the grace of God, sin does not have dominion over us. We have authority. So in your own life, this is why these teachers that teach faith, they're right. Over your own life, you have great say in in what you're believing God for. You can stand on the promises of God. But when you're preaching the gospel and you're moving along in the gospel, we we are under the authority of Jesus and we're under the authority of the Spirit. We've got to move in the Spirit. Someone say, amen. It's true. It's very true. When Jesus went up to the, uh, what was it, the the guy at the, the well, there were all these sick people waiting around to be healed. And Jesus walked up to one guy right? And says, do you want to walk? Do you want to be healed? One guy didn't say Jesus walked up to all of them. He walked up to one guy and he healed one guy. Well, there's a whole bunch of people that needed healing. But in that day, Jesus just picked that one guy and healed him. Jesus walked by the gate beautiful during his ministry multiple times. And there was a guy there that was a beggar and he was crippled. And Jesus never healed the guy, did he? No, he didn't. But yet, when Peter and uh, James and John walked by that guy, right, in the book of Acts, the same guy Jesus obviously had walked by many times, uh, they healed him. They said, you know, I don't have silver or gold, but what I have I give to you. Get up. So God will send us to people. The Spirit will move. When I go out, I, I, just this past week, I was in Planet Fitness and the Lord showed me a guy, and he said, go talk to that guy. This happens to me all the time. Anybody that hangs out with me will see this sooner or later. I walked up to that guy, and I started talking to him, and him and I, I had a great conversation. He called me yesterday and invited me to his house. <laughs> we had a wonderful talk. We talked about the Lord and all this stuff. He called me up yesterday. I knew when I, God said, talk to him, well, because I believed, I had motion, I went and talked to him, and it was absolutely the Lord. God didn't tell me to go talk to everybody in Planet Fit. I could talk to everybody. There's nothing wrong with that, but I was specifically led to this guy, and then now the guy wants to talk to me more about the Bible, and we're supposed to meet and have coffee. Ain't that cool? So that's what I call being led by the Spirit. Jesus was led by the Spirit. There were other times when Jesus was preaching and everyone got healed. Like everybody that came to him, they would just come. 
So in, in actually, the truth is, anybody that came to Jesus, if they came to him, he healed them, just like this guy right here. Their faith was coming to him. Now, why am I saying this? I'm saying because we have authority in Christ. And over your own life, you have great authority. You have authority to believe the promises of God. You have authority to take what you've inherited, anything you've inherited, you have the authority to believe God for it over your own life. When you're dealing with other people, we certainly need to be led by the Spirit because I don't have total authority in your life. If someone comes to me and they ask me to pray for them to be healed, I will always pray for them to be healed. But at some level, they have to believe too. In many cases, sometimes your faith, your God will allow your faith and your, the gift of faith or whatever he wants to do to work through you. And you, can, you do about all the believing. They just come to you and you can pray. But oftentimes, you both need to be in agreement. So most people that teach faith, that's what they're talking about. They're talking, they teach faith. And they're expecting you to believe the Word of God. Where's the authority? That's my point. The authority is in Jesus. He has all authority. We are in Him, and because we're in Him, we have authority too. Okay, Jesus proved He had authority uh, to forgive sin by healing this guy and speaking the word of God, speaking the word of authority. Let me, uh, I've talked a lot about authority. I don't want to go too much into it. I'm going to read one more scripture and we'll end tonight. We're talking about authority. In your own life, you have great authority. In the lives of others, you have limited authority. You really need to be led by the Spirit. You need discernment, you know, from God. Uh, God will give you gifts of the Holy Spirit. God will grant you signs and wonders. God will give you miracles. It's always according to His will when you're dealing with other people like that. You've got to be led by the Spirit. But in your own life, you have great authority. Anything that you're accountable for and responsible for, you have authority for. Your children, you have great authority in the lives of your children. Not just to make their bed, but to rebuke sickness off of their body. To pray for their healing and to believe God for them because you are responsible for them. If you have a ministry, you have great authority in that ministry. Because God's made you responsible. In this church, me and the elders, we have great authority in this church because we're responsible for it. Someone say amen. Whatever you're responsible for, God gives you the authority to operate. When God gave Adam authority and dominion over the earth, he did that. He gave him authority because he was responsible for it. Says you have dominion over the fish. You have dominion over everything, every creeping thing. In fact, uh, the psalmist says there was nothing that he did not give man dominion over because he made him responsible for it. Amen? Now Jesus has all authority. We're in him. So whatever you have responsibility for, you have authority in that area. That's why you have authority in your own life. Okay, I don't want to beat it, beat it too much. Let me show you this in Ephesians 1. We've been here before, but I want to show you this. Where Paul prays for the eyes of their heart to be open. Paul prays, he says, I pray that you'll know, this is Ephesians 1, uh, I think it's verse 19, you'll know the incomparable greatness of his power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead. That's resurrection power. And seated him at his right hand. 
Now, I've talked about this before. The right hand is a position of authority. Jesus is at the right hand of God. 1 Peter 3.22, angels and spirits are subjected to him. Powers, they're subjected to him. At the right hand in the heavenly realms, he says, above all rule and authority, power and dominion. Who has authority? Jesus. Every name that's named in this present age, he has authority and also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and anointed him to be the head. So Jesus has all authority. He's the head. All things are under his feet. That's what the psalmist says in Psalms 8. That's what Paul says in in, uh, Hebrews chapter 2. So Jesus has all authority. He says, and he has authority over the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Okay, now I'm going to end here. If Jesus is the head and he has all authority, okay, does his body have authority? Yes, his body has authority. Your body is one with you. I can't say that my head just has authority over my body, okay? My head is the decision maker. My brain, my head is the one that decides. My head is the one that's will is taken in. But the whole body benefits from the authority that my brain or my head has. My head's on top, but my hand also has authority, We've been raised up and seated with Christ. I taught this, okay, above all principality and power, we're a part of that body. We've been raised up in a position of authority. Amen. It's powerful. I I really pray for revelation and understanding of that more and more. We'll end there for tonight. We'll pick up there next week. Thank you.